Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello, and welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and immensely talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the vast, expansive, seemingly endless terrain that we have lovingly dubbed The Sprawl. On the show today, an examination of music videos, some of their filming locations. Specifically, we're going to be taking a look at 10 distinctly different music videos that were all filmed in the Great California Desert. When the band U2 put out their iconic 1986 album, The Joshua Tree, it brought the Mojave Desert into the homes of millions around the world. This, for lack of a better word, sprawling desert, which stretches into four different states and crosses over hundreds upon hundreds of miles, held some romantic promise for the outfit from Dublin. Bono, The Edge, Adam Clayton, and Larry Mullen were all enamored with the California desert, choosing to have it represent their most legendary album as the chief motif associated with the record. This kind of opened the floodgates as the 1990s in particular were a decade laden with productions, pop culture ephemera, Items that you probably have heard of that all utilized elements from the desert. But none more prominently than that great lost American art form, the music video. Today, we're going to be looking at 10 awe-inspiring music videos that each found creative elixirs in that great old California desert. Because there were a lot of them, and we've gone in and done the tough work of compiling a list of a mere 10. Let's begin. At number 10, Rihanna's video for her 2008 
smash hit Rehab featuring Justin Timberlake. Now, this was shot outside Santa Clarita, so kind of the first real stretches of that seemingly infinite amount of California desert. This music video was shot at the Vasquez Rocks. This is technically in the community of Agua Dulce, and it's not the only production to have used the Vasquez Rocks as a filming location. It's a rather popular spot for productions. Some of these include the Flintstones and the recent Jordan Peele horror opus, Nope. In the video, we see Riri and JT moving and grooving with the gorgeous Vasquez rocks prominently featured in both the foreground and the background. There's a vibe going on in this video. The promise of what the desert could hold. What's really going on out there in the hundreds upon hundreds of miles of undeveloped land? And maybe, as the video might suggest, if you play your cards right, you will get a little bit lucky out there in the desert. At number nine, Enrique Iglesias, his video for Hero. This was shot deep, with a capital D, out in the desert, using places like Amboy, which we've talked about a little bit on prior episodes of the show, as well as Desert Hot Springs. In the video, Iglesias and Jennifer Love Hewitt have kind of a cat and mouse game going on. And I suppose utilizing the enormity of the desert can be examined as a metaphor for their relationship, but then also analyzed as a straight up matter of geography. Will they or won't they? Is the video going to end on a happy note or not? As we do find out, there's no proverbial light at the end of the tunnel, at least according to the music video. But we do get a plethora of nifty camera work showcasing the desert and playing on pre-existing fears associated with the region, as well as that romanticized, idealized version of what could happen if the stars were aligned, and in this case, if Jennifer Love Hewitt and Enrique Iglesias were to live happily ever after at the end. Spoiler alert, they do not. At number eight, Hold Me from the legendary outfit Fleetwood Mac. This came after rumors and is situated inside that portion of Fleetwood Mac's career when all the members of the band were at one another's throats or dealing with the repercussions of actions from the past. Lindsey Buckingham was still in love with Stevie Nicks. Christine McVie and others were annoyed with Mick Fleetwood for having a brief fling with Stevie Nicks. Certain members of the band didn't want to be in the same room with one another during filming for the video, so shots had to be commissioned so as to work around the unusual dynamics within the group. If you read the wonderful novel from Taylor Jenkins Reid, Daisy Jones and the Six, 
you'll get a pretty good picture of what Fleetwood Mac was probably like at the time. That novel deals with an immensely successful musical group that is clearly modeled on Fleetwood Mac. And it's noteworthy that, yes, this was very much recorded at a time when the band seemed to be on its last legs, as everyone was pretty much annoyed with everyone else. But they utilized the great California desert to hide issues going on internally with the group, as they were still at an elite level from a musical perspective. And the video that we get here for Hold Me, while perhaps not the best one that we'll talk about to represent the Grand California Desert, does a nice job for glorifying the region regardless. And number seven, the video for Fade Into You by indie outfit Mazzy Star. This early to mid-90s all-timer casts its eyes on the grand sweeping vistas encompassed within the Mojave Desert. The song is one of those tunes that you feel should have probably been included during multiple episodes of My So-Called Life, but then you remember that that particular show dealt with high schoolers, and this is clearly a song striving to be linked with adults going through adult things. It's a quintessential indie rock mainstay from the period, and as such... It's entirely fitting that the music video would incorporate really big shots from the California desert. A wonderful song hearkening back to an era when it felt fun to complain for the sake of complaining. Or to be a proverbial person who felt like they were merely, despite all their rage, still just a rat in a cage. And number six... That Don't Impress Me Much from Shania Twain. We're talking late 90s here, pinnacle of the cross-pollination between country and pop, the queen of that subgenre, a music video that any teenage boy growing up in the era would soon not forget. The video was shot on location at the El Mirage Dry Lake, which is going to come up later on in this episode. It also featured footage shot in nearby Barstow. The rustic motif in the video that, hey, even though we're hitchhiking and we need a ride, we can also exhibit a modicum of discretion that I'm so good looking that I have the luxury of passing on over 10 different folks that stop by to try to give me a ride. All of that, which we associate with figures like Shania Twain from the late 90s, it's all on full panoramic display in this music video. Helmed by Mr. Boyd, the director who also presided over all the other mainstays from the Shania Twain musical catalog, the director would also go on to work with figures as diverse as Celine Dion and Deadmau5. This one makes the desert look sweaty, massive, but also da 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 da, a little bit sexy. And number five. The video for Scar Tissue by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
The first thing we see in the video, which was helmed by the same gentleman who shot the landmark video for the Chili Peppers track, Give It Away, shows us John Frusciante playing a guitar in a car, motoring along a deserted desert highway. We get a blonde-haired Anthony Kiedis in this one. Lots of allusions to the band's drug use. Kiedis would later go on, and actually the title of his memoir, which I highly recommend, and the audiobook is read by none other than Ryder Strong, is also called Scar Tissue. It's both a metaphorical and a literal phoenix emerging from the desert descending upward into the sky, in theory, leaving dalliances with horribly addictive drugs, leaving all that well in the past. If the desert can ever be said to look a little bit lush, it happens over the course of the four plus minutes that we get in scar tissue. Beautiful, majestic, slightly dangerous, and a wee bit unpredictable the video for Scar Tissue is a greatest hits of what staging a video in that grand California desert can really look like. And number four, Madonna's all-time video for her 1998 song, Frozen. For those of you that have seen the video, it casts the queen of pop as a desert-dwelling mystic inviting you to join her as she casts out spells or unleashes bad vibes, question mark. Not really sure what is completely going on here from a literal perspective, but it is without question the case that this is a gorgeous looking music video. It was shot at the very remote slash rural Cutterback Lake. The little scene in the eh, pseudo-classic movie Holes was also filmed at this lake. California, of course, the desert anyway, is awash with dry lakes. And from the vantage point of an artist, indeed an artist like Madonna, the prospects of staging a video in the area would seem to offer quite a bit. If nothing else... They are a wonderful staging ground for which to helm a music video in which the protagonist is a nameless, mystical lady who's up to all kind of weird stuff. Number three, the video for Feel So Close from Calvin Harris. The 2011 mega-hit staged its music video in deep Kern County. On display here is the unnamed cowboy, and his actions took him to the communities of Borum as well as Ransburg. We get some cross-cutting in this video featuring a bevy of young revelers partying, spliced with the dramatic, as previously stated, unnamed cowboy. I'm not sure whether it's the prevalence of DJs at Las Vegas nightclubs, the music festivals that take place in various parts of the desert. I haven't necessarily put my finger on exactly why it is, but there seems to be a real association that that subgenre has with the desert. It's kind of like we're blending high and low here. 
we're giving you the most produced music, that being dubstep, EDM. But then we're also giving you a vast, underdeveloped, hot question mark. So, Feel So Close makes a great deal of sense as to why Mr. Harris would have selected the desert as the principal filming location for its music video. As a side note, when I went to Coachella in 2014, I was right up against the front during Calvin Harris's set, and there was something truly magnificent when I kind of turned around and just watched 75,000 plus people jumping and dancing in unison as the music roared all throughout. And number two, the Spice Girls video for Say You'll Be There. This video, which presented itself as more of a short film than anything else, cast its British songstresses as different characters who are all participating in a kind of desert-focused, real-life comic book battle. Each Spice Girl was characterized, dressed up in some real militaristic clothing, and asked to dance like they were in an overdramatic, overproduced action movie. The unforgettable video found great favor with the folks over at MTV and VH1 and was a stalwart on all of those networks' various programs in the mid to late 90s. Maybe not as memorable as their video for Wannabe, Say You'll Be There is extremely memorable nevertheless, hearkening back to a time, see mid-90s, when the Spice Girls could do no wrong, before Victoria met David, and when you could still get away with having one of your members playing a sexy baby, question mark? In any event, it's Say You'll Be There from the Spice Girls. And that means we've arrived at our number one spot for the best music video to utilize the glorious California desert as a principal filming location. And that is California Love from Tupac and Dr. Dre. This Hype Williams directed spot was actually the brainchild of one Jada Pinkett who imagined a video taking its cues from the Mad Max movies having both Pac and Dre in a chase through the desert in souped-up dune buggies. This is one of our favorite sprawl-oriented songs, period, and the music video only elevates the track as if that were possible. Some very interesting outfit decisions were made. That sort of steampunk tank girl, comic book, desert wasteland thing really reached its zenith with the California Love video. A departure from Hype Williams, whose body of work consists of immortal videos like Buster Rhymes' Hoo-Ha, Got You All in Check, TLC's No Scrubs, and Jay-Z's Empire State of Mind. California Love is, in our opinion, the best example of a music video to lean on the possibility associated with the California desert. A true work of art, and that's why it has landed at the number one spot. 
And that's going to do it for a, another installment of the show. We would like to thank everyone for their continued support. A couple of easy ways to show us your support. Hop on Apple or iTunes, wherever you happen to be listening to the show. Leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. We always appreciate that, and those help us out a great deal on the business end. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, please do so. The handle is Living in the Sprawl Podcast. We invite you to drop us a line at our email address, which is livinginthesprawlpodcast at gmail.com. Tune in or subscribe to our Patreon Apple subscriptions page so that you can get exclusive bonus content that you can only access by becoming a Patreon or Apple subscriptions member. And we'd also like to direct you to our terrific website. On our website, you can snap up a copy of Living in the Sprawl, The Guide, or my memoir, which is called And So It Went, as well as all of the wonderful Living in the Sprawl merchandise. It's all available on our website. Oh, on behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg, thanking you from the bottom of our hearts for listening to yet another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Talk again real soon.